This is a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. We're also here joined by Saskia Leeks. Uh, kia ora. And, uh, yeah, and, and Lid- <coughs> Lindley Edmeads. Hi. How's it going, y'all? Yeah, good. It's going groovy. It's going groovy. Now, you guys uh, recently uh, worked on a, a book together, uh, Bordering on Miraculous. It's the fourth in the Korero series, which has been described as a, a picture book for grown-ups. Now, reading the press release for this book, it describes you two kind of capturing the quotidian or, like, domestic life. Uh, did your experience of recently having a child inform much of this theme, Lindley? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think as we've been talking about it, we've realised that it was kind of coincided with the first COVID lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. So there was a kind of interiority, like we were all forced inside, and mm. then I was extra forced inside because I had a small child um, and I struggled to leave the house so um, yeah it is a kind of focus on the domestic I guess in some ways probably not conscious but that started to come through and then as we realised it then we tried to work with it a bit more mm-hmm. cool yeah well looking at the lockdowns like especially with them being like so big and like culturally significant for us like what do you kind of take away from it especially having so much time looking at I guess family and also the household, especially in a modern context. Uh, I'm working on this book, I guess. Well, I guess, do you want to talk back to that? Um, yeah, I think it's just sort of appreciating those kind of incidental, uh, you know, everyday epiphanies and, um, you know, routines that shape, shape your life mm. um, that you sometimes forget about. But I also think... Um, my partner's been doing a lot of reading in social reproduction theory, which is kind of oh, thinking really? about um, the means of production. Yeah. And so it's been really interesting having that those conversations with him in the background, which is, you know, that without the domestic, without the the, the home life, then, then no production can occur mm-hmm. anyway. So mm. actually thinking about the domestic is the start of everything, the kind of the beginnings, the foundation of, of all our life. Yeah, mm. the intertwining of the personal and the external. Yeah, mm. and that's a political space. Yeah, mm. for sure, for sure. Um, I read in an interview uh, recently that you... Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got jumped into myself. Uh, you two very much enjoyed the process of making this book, as you both said it kind of relieved some of the, the creative pressure where, um, where you might experience that more when you're just working on something by yourself. Uh, was yeah. there much kind of sacrifice or negotiating about what to keep in the book when it came to editing and, and finalising the text? No. Actually, we, we both have said at different times that it was a very easy process for both of us, which was, you know quite unusual mm-hmm. um, we both made a lot of work and then so we had a lot to choose from um, in the beginning we um, when they said I had to produce 46 illustrations um, it kind of freaked me out a bit because I work quite slowly usually so I, I um, went through a period of trying to work out how I could make a lot of work really quickly and I came up with this um, monoprinting process which is just like a very basic um, painting on a glass plate and then rolling over it. Um, So I was making hundreds of of these really quick paintings. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then Lindley kind of took that on as well so that became quite an important part of what we were doing. Yeah, which was kind of framed by um, necessity in that I didn't actually have that much time. So um, in the early days, um, when my baby was napping, which didn't happen very often, mm-hmm. um, I would just 
grab that kind of 20 minute window and just write something. And then rather than um, kind of playing around with it for ages, which I would normally do because I didn't have the time, I just gave them to Saskia. And then so we kind of worked in this rough way together. Um, so yeah, produced lots of work quite quickly, I think. Um, lots of back and forth. Um, yeah, it was I, like unusual in that it's not really a straight um, illustrator writer dynamic. It was way more back and forth, mm-hmm. um, and that which was what the series was trying to um, kind of showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Sometimes we didn't know if the painting came first or the poem came yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and with this like large body of work, and it's also being your fourth installation of the series, right? Um, what is the one thing like trying to keep everything continuous and not repeating yourself? Like, what's the key aspect? And like, do you have trouble doing that? Uh, well, it's quite interesting actually because repetition is kind of a, a motif yeah. in the book. So we weren't we weren't scared of repeating ourselves, um, and actually that becomes kind of. Yeah, it, it, yeah. So, so it kind of forms a backbone. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> so we weren't, we weren't terribly worried about that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think even with the monoprinting process, it's like it's very much um, there's a lot of chance involved. Like a lot changes when you, you know, just print, mm-hmm. you know, take a painting and print it. So um, yeah, I was doing, I was just making the same motifs over and over again and they would be different every time but sort of the same and mm. yeah I think that kind of echoed with the writing as well and I think that kind of also echoes our domestic life yeah <laughs> like you yeah, gotta do totally. the dishes yeah, yeah every day yeah. same but also okay. slightly yeah. different yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I crack up. Now, this is the, the fourth in the, in the Corridor series. Did you guys look to the other books for much inspiration on how you'd plan this one, or did you just go kind of more uh, going blind, so to speak? Uh, we did look at them, eh, at the start, yeah. especially the first one of the series. And I guess because they were governed by how many pages? So yeah, so it was a um, prescribed format and number of pages and number of illustrations, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we also didn't really look at the content of those no like we kind of yeah. went oh yeah that's that's the framework but we're just going to do I think ours is probably a bit looser than the others mm. yeah legit now I, in an interview <laughs> sorry in an interview I read that you Lindley um, you didn't want your poems to just kind of describe the, the scene depicted by Saskia but instead you wanted to find ways in which both of your mediums kind of overlapped uh, how did you achieve this overlapping without using the um, ekphrastic technique that you, I think, began with that you said in the interview? Hmm. Yeah, I wanted to get away from that kind of ekphrastic idea of just describing. So in the early days, we talked quite a lot about process. Um, so I came to kind of uh, try and write the process. Um, so write the process of actually looking at the painting or just being with the painting. So it was quite... Um, I was talking about the other day in another interview about the sensuality of, of the paintings as well. Like Saskia would give me this big box of, of work and I would you know have these little windows of time where I'd pull it down off the shelf and I could open it and it was just this beautiful waft of paint and the, the, the feel of the paper mm. as I kind of flipped through. So then, and also I was kind of looking out the window and listening for the baby and you know in all these different situations. Um, it was just trying to be with that space mm. rather than staring at the picture going, what's going on here? And so then things started to affect me in different ways. So the colours um, and the motifs just started to come through mm-hmm. as I was writing. Of course, I quite like a sensory kind of informed experience, quite intimate, yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. 
Yeah, and now that this is completed, the fourth one in the Chorus series, um, what does the future for you two hold in as a collaborative partnership? <laughs> you haven't thought about that necessarily just yet. I don't blame you. You just released the fourth installment. It's like it's one of those things. Like how how far down the line are we going? It's yeah, like give us a commission. Yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Well, a film uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe you could write poems and I could do the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, oh. Just switch it around. <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't actually talked about that. But I'd certainly be open to mm-hmm. collaboration. I really enjoyed it. Hey, it was yeah. really it was yeah. really fun to not be the. The kind of like when people talk about the, the book now, it's, they say it's really beautiful, and I can say, yeah, it is really beautiful because it's not just mine. It's yeah. Like I don't, I can't just, I'm not just blowing my own trumpet. I can, yeah. Um, I can really appreciate it in a way that I wouldn't normally with my own books. Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of the anxiety out of it. Mm. Yeah. Have someone to to bounce ideas off of and just yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and, and quite gratifying, I think, in lots of ways. Like, hey, that's a cool picture. What about this? poem with that picture you know like mm. yeah, bouncing that, those ideas around awesome now are you two working on anything uh, at the moment or are you just kind of still kind of just chilling out and decompressing from this or do you have anything else in the back burner while you're working on this um I've got a show in Wellington on at the moment that's just coincidentally opened on the same week as the book launched so with some of the pictures yeah just... with the, some of the pictures and then some more worked up paintings as well. But yeah, that was my busy period and now um, <laughs> I'm suddenly not busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, restoring. Um, yeah. I'm, I edit Landfall, so I'm mm-hmm. doing that and I teach Blip part-time and I'm also working on a new book project, which is, I don't really know what it is yet, um, apart from that it's about hiding, mm-hmm. hiding stuff like emotions and trash and um, yeah, nice, lots of stuff. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for you two. Uh, thank you so much you two for coming on the show and talking to us about this new book. Where can people find and or buy this book? Uh, I believe UBS have it. Yeah, um, um, I think that's sort of everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Whitcalls, Paper, yeah. and the usual. Good bookshops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the like small local business ones. And online, I think you can order it directly from Massey University Press. Oh, cool. Nice. Cool, yeah. cool. And there's also on their website, there's a cool um, kind of flick through PDF that you can look at some sample pages. So it's quite, if you're in, kind of interested but not sure if you want to spend the money, you can go and have a look and think, actually, that looks awesome and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, have a little teaser online. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming on the show today and talking about this uh, new book. I'm oh, keen to go give it a read at some point. Yeah, I mean, I actually had an adult picture book before. No, neither, neither. Nor have I really explored much poetry, but it's something that I definitely should get more into, yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. Good luck. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, uh, yeah, Lindley and Saskia. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.